Hello, and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I'm Jordan, with me is Luke. How are you, Luke? Hello, Jordan. I'm doing well. You ready? You ready for the, the storm that's a-brewing right below our feet? Um, Are we ever ready for a thing like that? No. Are you scared? <laughs> I, I was a little concerned. I, I have this, like hurricane app that gives me quite a bit of information on like the and there was quite a shift today so i'm a yeah. lot less concerned now it's like our friends down south they're gonna get it pretty bad but uh coming our way really so i'm a little relieved but also sad for them like cj's parents is are in fort myers and it's looking like that's gonna go. there's a hurricane coming just so everyone's caught up to date with us Probably by the time you've heard this, everything's kind of happened. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to deal with it, honestly. It's just, you know, <laughs> I can't be bothered by... These things are best just not thought of. <laughs> right, I just... I'd rather not, you know? It was, that's what I saw. I looked at the, the Weather Channel app and I was like, Ugh, I'd rather not, honestly. <laughs> I've been, uh, like, literally every hourly update I've been looking at, so I'm kind of the opposite. I've been thinking about it. Probably far too much. No, I mean, I'm looking at it, but I just, I'm more annoyed than anything. That, that We're in Gainesville for reference. We're pretty landlocked as far as Florida is concerned. And so usually by the time like a hurricane either makes landfall in Florida, by the time it usually gets to us, usually, usually, it's like either a Category 1 or a Tropical Storm or it misses us completely. Yeah. Um, but we're also, I think we're the most wooded county maybe in the uh, country like trees per square mile or i don't know something like that but I, i've heard that before in the country so, i think so there's far too many though there are um, far too many yeah. i, I know like when irma which i don't know it's probably i was gonna say this one looks stronger but it was probably similar yeah. like this one might get a little stronger because i think irma came to florida as a three and this one's a three now and it might be a four i don't know it's hard to tell but it's similar to irma back in 2017 and we had a lot of trees around our house and i remember you know customers of ours seeing a lot of trees on roofs and so that's that's yeah. kind of my biggest concern it's like we, we are a lot less you know in danger than the coast or cedar key was actually supposed to get like a big blast of it but luckily it didn't because those people are like at zero <laughs> zero below zero above sea level over there oh unfortunately God. Um, but luckily that's not going to happen but you yeah it's removed. the trees i worry about the trees you've uh removed a lot of yours from your yeah i've got yard, one really so. big one but i like that tree i don't want to remove it but or wait to fall in your house hopefully either. she's a strong 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 last falls on your house like oh no the tree <laughs> it fell <laughs> i love that tree <laughs> my my house has hurt the tree <laughs> oh my god here um, indy crawl out from underneath this tree uh, don't damage it on your way out <laughs> it's a horrible thought <laughs> yeah i mean having a kid too i guess there is like another element where it's like oh yeah i gotta take care of another human to where it's like hmm. yeah who can't mm. help themselves one bit you know right like stuff like okay if the you know 
water goes or whatever, I will he still need formula, so I guess yeah. I do need to go get some water or whatever. Yeah. But anywho. Uh for sure. Quick story before we get started. Um Quickie. Yeah, so Regal was doing this thing. Regal Theaters was had a, I was you know scrolling around the app, seeing what's playing. I was like, I still got to use this thing, um, this uh, Regal Unlimited Pass, and I see this listing for a Mystery Movie Monday. And I was like, Oh wow, what is this? Is it just a random movie? It's like selecting random on your fighter select screen on a fighting game. No, yeah. it's. What it said, it was like, okay, this is a, a movie that has not yet been released. And uh, I was looking at it. I was like, okay, well, what is this? It's rated R. And I could see, like, the length. And so I was like, you know what? I'm rolling the dice. I There's some movies that I hope it's not. There's some movies that I'd be fine with. And there's a movie I'd be pretty pleased if it was. Um, and so I rolled the dice on that. I went alone to the movie theater on Monday. What do you think the movie was? Hmm. Well, I'm assuming it's not the one you thought it was, the way you're talking. But uh, just you know, I don't know. I haven't looked at the list of like things that are about to release, so it's hard for me to remember. I really don't know. I don't even have a good guess. It's not a giant one, but it's not a small one. It's uh, the world's greatest beer run. Oh, okay. You know that's coming to Apple TV. It is. Yeah, I didn't even know that was having a theater run. How do you think I liked it? I thought it looked pretty interesting. It's not what I asked, Luke. um, I know. I'm I'm (laughs) saying that's what I think. And then I was going to say, I'm going to think you thought it was a six. You thought it was all right. My rating for that movie is N.A. because I left. (laughs) Is that bad? No, I left immediately. (laughs) Wow. I thought it looked fine, but again, I knew it was going to be coming to Apple TV Plus. I didn't. I got a bad vibe from the audience. They all came in not knowing what they were going to see. They were acting weird. They were. I had a feeling they were going to talk throughout the entire movie. There were some rowdy kids, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go home. <laughs> I think the movie looks fine. Honestly, watching the trailer, I was like, this looks fine, but I just, I yeah. couldn't. I don't know why. I just didn't feel like staying. So I saw, I was like, what's this? It's all based on a true story. And then I saw Zach Efron and I was like, oh, I know what this is. And I'm just kind of, <laughs> well, first I saw the Apple original and I was like, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anywho, enough about what I didn't watch. What have you been Sorry watching? Slash play? It's fine. I had a nice drive. I had a nice drive. It was fun. <laughs> Um, Lydia, who's one of my favorite bands, came out with a Strings Session EP. Uh, I think it's a couple weeks ago now, um, but it's really good. I I really love that just melodious voice of the Lydia lead singer. I don't actually know his name, unfortunately, but he's got a really unique, like higher pitched but very smooth tone to his singing that I. Just really enjoy. I mean, I I like their instrumentation, but his voice is definitely what keeps me coming back. There's just something emotional. There's something, I don't know, impactful about the way he sings lyrics, I think. And I I do do like the way their songs are written. It's 
it's got a nice flow and and he talks about some pretty powerful things and uh yeah the strings added to the uh to these songs just it's right up my alley something you like as well hopefully other people enjoy it but yeah just check out lydia and, and the string sessions pretty awesome um it's funny because like i i listened to something similar uh copeland came out with an album that was nice. this re-recording of a lot of songs with a they're like really this. very similar bands in their tone and uh right yeah you know. He was even on a song of Lydia's, Aaron Marsh. It was on yeah. one of the songs. Long Hospital. time ago. Long time ago. Uh, but yeah, it was a strings album as well. We're just there was an orchestra playing. They have Hospital as well on this uh, string session. Ah, that's funny. They're brother and sister bands. Copeland's in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aaron Marsh, um, I mean. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's pretty much it. There was one song that I talked a little bit about this album already, so I'm not going to go on about it, but. Uh, uh, the Midnight's uh, new album, Heroes. You know, as I was listening to the album more and more, it's one song I'm just like, I love this freaking song. Uh, Souvenirs. Oh my gosh. It's just, mm. Mm, yeah. It's just one of those songs like hearing, and I was like, I want to listen to that again. You know, it's one of those. I need to listen to it some more. Is it the new Revolving Doors from Copeland? It has a bunch of strings in, in the album. Sweet. Wow, there's so much so much music I've missed that they've come out with. Wow, I need to do some listening. That Iorks uh if you pronounce that twenty fifteen, that was kinda the last time I really caught up with their uh catalog. Same, I kind of follow albums too. I need to listen to. Yeah, they've they were like not doing anything for the longest time, then all of a sudden yeah. they just started pumping out these yeah. uh these albums 2019 and now 2022 right. it's really cool they've always been way up there on my list and i'm i'm sad to see there's not more plays on on some of these albums right they're so good it's kind of a weird thing better. when there's like a band that's like so high in your mind yeah but then you'll go to like the plays and you're like that's not very many <laughs> you know i think it's just you know, well, first of all, there's so much music now, but right. they're just not in the mainstream, unfortunately. They they deserve to be, but they're not. They're just kind of a smaller band. But, yep. Oh, they're so good. <sighs> well, um, am I talking or am you talking? You're, you're talking. <laughs> you're talking, Luke. I'm talking. I'm talking some stuff. <laughs> um, there's kind of a lot of TV right now. It's kind of the big push of fall with you know new episodes and stuff coming out um obviously house of the dragon we've been talking about that for weeks now and the rings of power and i'm been enjoying both of them i think we're we didn't watch sunday's episode of house of the dragon i was actually going to do that and i was like oh yeah we're recording tonight (laughs) can't watch that um but i did get to watch the rings of power the latest episode last night and it's really good. I, you know, the more episodes I watch of that show, the more I'm just like, I don't know what people are complaining about. Yeah, same. The show's great. Like, I, I would probably land on the side that it's not as good as the old Lord of the Rings, but oh, yeah. there's so much good about it that it's hard for me to complain. It's just, yeah, I'm trying to think of like a legitimate complaint because, <laughs> you know, I'm about to like say a bunch of good things, but I'm trying to think of like. Is there really something I can legitimately complain? 
maybe that the world of Lord of the Rings established such a bigger stage more quickly right at the beginning. Mm, and okay. this um, this has a fairly expansive world with different you know groups of people doing different things. But uh, I would say it seems like it's opening up a little slower than maybe I would like. But apart from that, it's just so good. I mean, we've said it before. The first thing, as soon as you start watching it, is just it looks amazing. Like the color yeah. grading, you had pointed that out. That's probably a good assessment of why it looks so good. But anyways, I'm not going to go on and on. It's just if you're not watching it, I, I just I think it's must-see TV. It's, it's, you know, a legendary writer having his world put to film again and... I think they're easily doing it justice. And, you know, maybe I'm just, I'm not a Tolkien nerd enough to know. Maybe they're getting some things wrong technically. Unfortunately, I don't know that. So if yeah, that's either. true, then I, I can understand how that would be upsetting for people who know this world better than me. But uh, from what I've seen, I, I really, really enjoy it. So have there yeah. have been any talk about um, the viewership or another season or anything like that? You know, I don't, I don't know. That would be a good thing to, to find out. It's so hard with, with streaming services. I remember right. there was a uh, conversation going on about severance a while back. I, I think it was maybe during the Emmys or something where, um, you know, severance had won some Emmys and at some point during an interview, um, Ben Stiller said that he still has no idea how many people have watched his show. And yeah, so I would say if, if a big creator like that, that has a huge name and, you know, obviously I'm sure Apple is happy to have them on the team. If he's not even able to see those numbers, then I think we can be assured that we will be left even further in the dark. And I've heard the same things are kind of true of all the other large players like Hulu and Netflix and Amazon. So yeah, it's like they only I don't know, want it's sad. Like I, I like broken. Yeah. I think, you know, we as movie TV and video game fans like to know, you know, what the sales are for different things and what, whether it's ticket sales or whether it's, you know, hard copies or digital copies of games or, you know, a week to week viewership on a show, just, you know, for, for instance, a show, it's like, Oh, did it start to drop off after a certain point in the series? Maybe there's a reason for that and stuff like that. We just like to get nerdy with the numbers and there's just, there's almost none of that with streaming. You know, you see something and it's like, Oh yeah, well it's, trending on Twitter and it's something that all these podcasts are talking about, but those are kind of the only metrics, unfortunately, that you get to see about that. And this is such a big show that, you know, they were talking about it on one of the IGN podcasts. They said, it's like, I don't think this is ever going to happen again. And I think it's probably, probably true. I don't know that another streamer is going to take something that I think has, such a huge fan base as Lord of the Rings and spend this kind of absolutely bonkers money on it. Maybe they will, but we haven't seen it before. And like I said, I, I think there, there's a good chance we may not see it again. Right. Um, so I'm just, I'm savoring it, you know, because of that, because I'm enjoying it and I like where the story's going. I think there's a lot of good development episode to episode. It's, it's kind of what we had talked about two weeks ago, the last time we recorded how, a show like She-Hulk, as much as I like it, it feels very much like a movie, but The Rings of Power, to me, is the exact opposite. It feels very much like every episode was made for a TV show. It it, it feels like 
they took what could have been a movie and they said, okay, we can do a lot more, you know, than we can in a two hour or even a three hour movie. And so we're going to press in on a lot more details, you know, each one of these hour and what is it, hour and 10 minute episodes. Yeah. Pretty and long. I think it really, uh, I think it benefits from that. Right. I think the same so thing is true of game thing. of Thrones where it's like, we know we're a TV show. We're going to act like a TV show and yeah. have the hooks that a TV show needs to have. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't mean to talk about that that much, but it's just You're good, man. I'm really, I'm really excited that this is happening and that I get this, you know, entertainment thing of this, uh, this intellectual property that I just really enjoy. And that I've just been, I really feel like I've been starved of like great fantasy ever since Lord of the Rings. Um, I've enjoyed, you know, House of the Dragon and I've enjoyed Game of Thrones, but it, it was never really my thing. I enjoy what's good about it, and I, I see why people love it. But it was—it's more of something I feel like I'm dipping into as a casual viewer and saying, "Wow, okay, I see, I see why people enjoy this world." But it's—it's it's not Lord of the Rings, you know. I mean, I always kind of compare it to that because they're right. such similar worlds. Lord of the Rings is more of a. I think fantastical world compared to Game fantasy, of Thrones, where right? Game of Thrones is more of like a high political drama. Right. <laughs> um, and I definitely would. I just I want more of the big battles, like Lord of the Rings original trilogy movies gave me, and that's what I love. Dragons. I love the giant eagles. I love the orcs fighting the elves, and I love the you know, the the underdogs, whether it's the kings that have been you know, forgotten and then they come back there's just so many storylines. I just love about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gushing. So I'm going to stop. Um, there's a new show that Bethany and I watched, started watching, um, on Hulu, I believe, um, called reboot that just came out with a uh, Keegan, Michael key and funny enough, Johnny Knoxville. Um, and I think it was three episodes they came out with at the beginning and they're kind of short episodes. I'm, kind of droning on to try to get the imdb page to load so i can remember all the details on this show but <laughs> um it's a show about a sitcom that was pretty popular back in the early 2000s and now they're bringing the cast back and you know it's kind of a behind the scenes look at the making of or the rebooting of a show and then there's this whole drama with the writers and yeah it's you know it's full-on comedy it's just silliness and yeah, I, I would I would recommend it. I mean, so far it's just been a lot of fun. It's just a lighthearted show, and I've I've been looking for that. You know, in addition to my House of Dragons and Rings of Power, you know, She Hulk's been a, a lighthearted one. But I I wanted something more that was just comedy, and so this has been like just hit at the right time. And Bethany and I are both really enjoying it together, which is always a plus because sometimes you know we differ in opinions on some yeah, of these shows, yeah. and then it makes it hard to watch it because we're always sitting there together at night on the couch so uh this is great we're just it's just kind of annoying that it's a week-to-week thing and uh, some people like it some people don't but uh yeah it's a week-to-week episode after that first drop so yeah i definitely recommend it i i love keegan, keegan michael key so i'm always yeah. kind of looking at what he's going to be in and it's just funny to see johnny knoxville in this right. he always does these like obviously jackass but then he's done all these like bad grandpa these just weird like jackass basically but made into a movie but he's in makeup and i don't know he just always does these weird 
Johnny Knoxville style comedies and and this is like a real scripted show and it's just so different from what you normally see Johnny Knoxville in. Right. And even um, when he is in like a comedy, it's like really, really just wild comedy, whether it's, you know, freaking yeah. Dukes of Hazard or yep. um that one He's just always Johnny Knoxville, you know. It's just, right. Who he plays himself. He's actually like more of a character. I mean, he's not that far off of who he is, but you know, he's he's a character with his own little quirk. So, yeah. Well, I watched one other thing that I'll talk about, um, which is the old Starsky and Hutch reboot <laughs> or ben remake, Stiller. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Nice. And uh, yeah, I was just before we started watching. This was this was actually the week before. You know the week we now kind of skipped over with our episodes but um so it's been a little while since i watched this but this is owen wilson uh ben still you know i i didn't know anything about starsky and hutch back when this came out this was 2004 um kind of ben ben stiller and owen wilson's heyday not not far off of a zoolander so this was definitely one of those team-ups that a lot of people i think saw and were like yeah i've got to see that Zoolander was it was great everybody really kind of liked it when it came out back then I feel like people have cooled on it for some reason now and I I don't really understand it I think that movie was still just one of the funniest movies I I find references to so it's much when of an it. inferior sequel comes out it like makes people yeah. feel worse I didn't about the original. I actually didn't think it was that bad personally I see it, but actually but I I have heard that I think Bethany even didn't like it that much but I thought it was fine. Um, but anyway, Starsky and Hutch, yeah. There's so much I like about this movie, and then there's also so much that fell short. Um, there's, uh, let's see. So, yeah, we got Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson playing, you know, the two detectives. Snoop Dogg playing Huggy Bear. Which Snoop Dogg's in it a lot. A, he's, he's a funny he's a funny Huggy Bear. And uh, Vince <laughs> Vaughn, who's... You know, yeah, he's Vince Vaughn. He he is who he is. Juliette Lewis playing uh, Vince Vaughn's girlfriend. Jason Bateman, Amy Smart, Carmen Electra. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is in that time frame, right? Yeah, I mean, all these people really were getting a lot of work at this point. Amy Smart especially. And oh, my God. Where does she go? Right. Just fell off the face of the earth. It was actually uh, directed by Todd Phillips, who directed uh, Joker and The Hangover right. and Know, a lot of other stuff. Um, but yeah, it just, you know, I enjoyed it. I, cause I like these actors and you know, if you were to tell me, okay, there's a movie coming out and these are the people that are going to be in it. I'd be like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to love that movie. And it was just fine. It wasn't, it wasn't as funny as I, I don't know. I really didn't remember it being that funny, but I, I just watched it and I'm like, you know, I'm laughing, but uh, <laughs> it almost feels a <laughs> yeah. little forced. It's like, there's just not situations enough, like like something like Anchorman. There's so many situations that just set up these big laughs, and it just works so well for me. Or even Dodgeball. I go back to that movie, and it's just so funny. Um, yeah, there's so many great Ben Stiller movies I go back to, and it's just mm-hmm. hilarious. And even Owen Wilson, there's so many endearing roles that he's played over the years. But I don't know. There's something about this movie that just didn't work that were great, and I and I. I think it was the script, honestly. I, their characters just, 
you know, I guess it being a, a remake of something, it had to try to be true to that material pretty close. And so I think that limited in how funny it could be not being someone who watched the original material, but it just seemed like a cop drama with a little bit of comedy sprinkled in. And, um, yeah. you know, I kind of came to that, that, it, you know, if you tell me this cast going to be there, I, I'm going to come to that show, like thinking, okay, big laughs, you know, Vince Vaughn, Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, it's going to be big laughs. And I don't know. I still like it, and and even like Todd Phillips, he's a great director. I just, it seems like a star-studded thing that's just going to set up all the pins. It's going to knock it down. And you're going to love it. And it's just all right, you know. Yeah. Like they gave it like a fifty-five, a fifty-five on Metascore, and I pull more that much more. It was it was a fine movie, but just didn't have those laughs that I had hoped that I had forgotten that it had, and I had not. It just didn't. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, all right. I, that sounds correct. I haven't seen it in a long time, but uh, you know, thinking of back on it, it's like exactly what it was, a fun distraction at the time, but nothing really too memorable. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember even then like I, I being excited, you know, about that cast and Oh you know, yeah. Just a little disappointing. What you got, Jordan? All right, I'll talk about Cyberpunk. I mean, uh I feel Cyberpunk. like Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Um about uh 15 hours into into the game at this point. I've uh, done a little uh, adventure with Pan Am. And uh, I'm on to the next thing now. I, I uh, did a little deep dive with uh, Johnny Silverhand, where I really got a lot more um, information about his past. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'm trying to focus a little bit more on the story here and not really get distracted. Um, I... I feel there's like so many side quests. There's a lot of side quests, and I feel like so far some of them do contribute to the main story. I will really? say some of them are important later on. It's kind of overwhelming. I'm not some of those lie. relationships because some of those people can come into the main story and oh. help you. So maybe I should. Yeah, I don't know. It might be better to look at a guide than like take my exact device, but I do right. think it might be something to look at at least before you enter into the end game, which. There'll be a chance, as I've told you, to like know. Okay, I'm entering into the point of no return. There's a lot of like RPGs where like not all side quests are created equally. Where it's like some stuff. Yeah. Will be... And I think this falls in that category as well. Gotcha. Pan Am is is one. I I actually went through and tried to do everything with her because mm-hmm. that like clan that she's in can be important to help you later. Um. Yeah. Sometimes like the side quest. Oh, your mic cut out. Switch to the other one. Ugh. Um, there you go. Bad. Some like sometimes it can be overwhelming because you're just driving around and then whoop 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 or whatever that noise your phone makes and then it's like V. Mm-hmm. We've never met and yeah, uh, I got there's a lot like, of that. A lot of that and I get overwhelmed. I don't really know where yeah, to start. Yeah, probably too because- much. It's a lot like Grand Theft Auto in that way, where right. I just I just got so sick of my phone ringing in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, like not another mission. Gosh, I know. It's like if my phone rang that much, I don't know what I'd do. I'd get rid of my phone yeah. <laughs> if I'm just driving. I wish you could just like pick. It's like okay, now I need something new. Let me call somebody or something like that instead of them calling right. me all the time. And maybe like they will connect you with new people instead of let me call the people yeah. I know. They'll connect me with new people. Hey, I got this person I know. 
Um, I told them about you. They're interested. Um, here's their number. You know, that that would be mm-hmm. a lot less intrusive and kind Which of is more... honestly more like real life, too. So right. that's why it works. Yeah. Someone called me Jordan. You don't know me, but I got a job that would be great for you. I'll be like, like definitely a scam. Are... Yeah, you're a scam. <laughs> you're a scam. Um, but no, I'm enjoying it. I think uh, the stuff I'm enjoying the most is the, like I think like I didn't realize for whatever reason how much a big part of, jo- of this game Johnny Silverhand was. I, I didn't oh, know yeah. going into it. His stuff is great, like really, really good. Yep. Like I'm really enjoying that stuff, like that deep dive kind of going into his past. That's so well done. Um, I would argue there is definitely a movie franchise here. Right. Which you know, I mean. John Wick in Cyberpunk. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it, it is really, um, yeah, a great place to pick from yep. for all sorts of stories to be told. It's a cool character. Uh, speaking of which, you know, my adventure continues there, but I did finish uh, Cyberpunk uh, 2077 Edge Runner on Netflix. Um, have you right. heard? Yeah. Uh, I saw it, that came out. Yeah. Right, and um, yeah, this is an anime um, that uh, released about a few weeks ago. And, uh, you know, I talked about uh, soothing baby uh, <laughs> shows that I'll be in the nursery and I'll just be like rocking back and forth <laughs> and watching. This was uh, my soothing the baby show. And um, I got hooked, actually, pretty pretty early on. I was invested and I was... I ended up finishing it pretty quickly. I mean, it's only like nine or ten episodes, so it's not ultra long, but this is worthwhile. It's uh, there's some really good stuff here. It's really uh, character focused on these uh, these few characters here, and uh, it's funny because like I there was something in, I was playing uh, Cyberpunk, uh, you know, just kind of fooling around in the game before I finished Edge Runner. And there's they added something into the game that sort of spoiled something for me uh, in the the show. I, I was like, I'm not gonna say what it is, but like seeing that, I was like, wow. Now I know what a certain element of what's going to happen in the show, a certain thing. Um, in a way, it's annoying. In a way, it is kind of cool that they put that in there. But but yeah. still, I highly recommend. Uh, Cyberpunk 27 uh, Edge Runner. It's uh, especially if you like the game. Maybe even if you don't, I don't know. It's 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 really good. So you're it's saying really watch good. the anime or the whatever. It's not anime, right? But watch the uh, animated experience, Edge Runners, and then go into the game. Is that yeah. I mean, honestly, other than that one thing that I experienced, and you're it's not Are a you guarantee spoiled for the game, or is the game spoiling the show? Uh, the game sort of spoiled the show. But it was a small detail that I just happened to see that they added in. All I'll say, I'll say this, is they added a drink into the game, which (laughs) if you know anything about drinks in the in the afterlife, (laughs) it kind of tells you something about, you know, the name of the drink um, might mean something for you. But yeah, I highly recommend the the freaking show. I mean, it's it's really good. And it's a. even if like you're not a huge anime fan, it's fine. They have all the anime things. Like the action is ultra stylized. I think I think if you don't like anime, it has all the strengths of anime in this to where it's like the super stylized action, the just right amount of melodrama, 
but it expands the world in a cool way too, where it's like it focuses on this these edge runners and their obsession with, you know, getting themselves all chromed up and the the cost of that and the reasons why they do that. It's it's cool. It's really cool. And it made me like and there's like it made me interested in that aspect in the game too, where I was like, oh man, looking at the different like. Uh, upgrades at the rippers that you could get and it just like I don't know it, it's definitely recommend it. it's on Netflix um, yeah. I finished Only Murders in the Building I'm, I mean I'm caught up I guess finished season 2 mm. um, yeah it's great it's really good and like there was a point where I remember like being done in like I, I was thinking about what I wanted to watch and I kind of wished I had more of that to watch and that's, yeah. a, that's a good thing right I kept going back like when season two and I'm like, wait, there's more of this, right? I was like, oh crap. It's over. It's not, you know, it's a, it's, it's a fun a, world they've created. Right. That's exactly right. It's a good world to be in and it's lighthearted, lighthearted. And, and yeah. you like the characters. You like, you know, kind of being around them, hanging out with them, solving a mystery together. It, it's, I definitely recommend it. The characters have charm. The mysteries are good too. The mysteries are good. And I think like, mm-hmm. They do very little cheating, you know, where it's like a lot of these mystery shows or mystery movies or whatever will cheat sometimes where you're like, well, that makes it impossible to even start to figure it out. You know what I mean? I feel like they do a good job not. Um, What else here? Uh, But no, I, I highly recommend that both season one and season two are on. Um, Hulu and season three is uh, gonna come. Yeah, Let me look at my notes can't wait. Here. Right, Hulu's been uh, doing some good stuff recently. Agreed. Um, I meant to bring this up on our last podcast, but this is the thing with uh, with Netflix. Sometimes when it comes to a a show where you can just blitz through it, it doesn't live that long in your mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes when you just blitz through a season and it's over and you're just like, okay, time for the next season yeah. at some point, and then I'll blitz through it again. This this came out like right um, really shortly after we had the baby. And so it was very much like in between naps, Amber and I would, you know, we had that week off and we just watched Cobra Kai season five. And, um, you know, this comes out every year. I'm not going to talk about it every single time a new season comes out, but I, I will, will say that, sorry um the the gap like the turnaround time between season four and five it was such a short turnaround between those two seasons it almost made me worry where i was like are they just like rushing these out while it's like in the zeitgeist and people are thinking about it and so i was kind of worried but honestly no it's still awesome i i don't know i, I love gober guy man it's it's just i yeah. think there's like I think this season especially because like last season they were getting into some things where I was like this is annoying me a little bit where some of the drama was just mm, every now and then it would annoy me it was like no you two talk that's all that needs yeah. to happen just stop for a second and stop doing the thing where you walk <clears throat> your mic keeps 
But I, I remember that was kind of my complaint. Um, you know, I, I think... I don't think I had a legitimate reason to stop watching it, but it just... It got a little annoying, and I got distracted by something else. And I, I think it was maybe season three, maybe. Yeah. When I was just like, oh, I don't know. I just... I don't know. And I, and I feel bad, because I do... I hear a lot of people talking good things about it, and you know, I think I think you guys complained about three or four, and then they're like, "Well, now you know five's better." I don't remember which ones it was, but I, I remember there was like a low point, and then it, I, I've heard a lot of good things about the recent seasons. So it's funny because it's a, it's it. it is the thing where like season one and two didn't do all that stuff, and then season three and four they started doing it. It's still really good. Like the quality didn't dip. It's just they started doing these annoying things like that, which I'm like, guys, you're better than this. You don't need to do that crap. Just keep telling yeah. your story. And um, I feel like they course corrected here, where it never stopped being a really entertaining show, and it now it's just getting rid of a lot of that annoying crap. All the characters are having those conversations. And a lot of the characters that you want to, you're like, you have no reason to, you know, have beef. You haven't for a long time. And so, like, this season was a really, like, coming together from the start. It's like the first season. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. I don't think it is because of promotion. It's just hard. It's like the first season where Danny and and Johnny were just kind of cool the entire season long. And it was yeah. so refreshing. And, like... There wasn't a love triangle, and <laughs> I was, I was yeah. really happy about all that. And like, freaking. Uh, Sometimes you just like an external issue instead of internal bickering. Right. We have such a yeah. great villain with uh, Silver. It's like he's awesome, and he's in full force this season. Just he came back last season. It's like, and now he's back, and he's just so good and so. Like ridiculously evil, and you're know, like you want him to be like the main focus as far as the like antagonists not like each other, and they do that this yeah. season, and they brought back. It's so crazy because like they have this scene where it's like, oh my god, this is Danny teaming up with the villain from Cobra Kai. I mean, it's from Karate Kid One, Karate Kid Two, and Karate Kid Three, where they have like, um. Not like the main villain, like the mean sensei, but like the other guy. Like, okay, you're cho there's Chosen, Mike Barnes, and Johnny and Danny all together fighting the same person. This is freaking awesome. <laughs> I was like, it's just so cool. Yeah. And uh, they do such a good job with their nostalgia and how they do it. And they do it in such smart ways. And yeah, I continue Sometimes to be a... fan service is just the way to go. Right. As long as you're servicing the fans well... There's nothing wrong with fan service. Yeah. So, yeah, it remains Too often awesome. I hear complaints about that kind of writing. And yeah. it's like, what are you talking about? That's why people watch your thing. Like, everything doesn't have to be, well, we're going to do what they never saw coming. It's like, right. it gets old, too. Just like fan service can get old, that can get old, too. So. Exactly. It's like fan service has gotten like this rap that it's like bad. No, fan service is fan service. As long as people are getting fan serviced, there's forced and fan service. The fan, and there's good like, fan service. theories that they want are a good direction for the show, yeah. whether they're fan service or not, because there's really smart people a lot of times that are your fans and start these theories and start pushing like, a, a, you know, like, like the theories in Infinity War. I remember there was so much like talk about this or that and. I don't know. 
it's just cool. It's cool when those yeah. kind of things are even lost. It's like maybe they should have done a little more fan service with lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting on a sidetrack, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, honestly, at this point, I hope they do start wrapping it up in either next season or the season after because. Um, yeah. They are they at this point. There was one more character they added, and that was Mike Barnes. Oh, repeat, Mike Barnes. Sorry, guys. I don't know what to deal with that. I'm going to edit that out or something. Um, but yeah, there, there's like really as far as the well of what they could pull from from the first trilogy of Karate Kid. It's uh, at this point is run dry because they pulled in yeah. Mike Barnes, who was like kind of the minion of uh, Karate Kid 3 and the girlfriend uh, they did a really cool tie with this. They like they brought her in and they made a story reason for it that connects to Cobra Kai. And you're like, I remember thinking like such a little detail where it's like she introduced him to uh, Dan, like uh, she introduced Danny to his wife now. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. that's brilliant. Like they just, they connected him. I don't know. Such a small thing, but it was so smart. But now it's like they don't really have anyone else to just bring in except. Yeah. If they bring in Julie from the next Karate Kid, uh, Hillary Swank, <laughs> and they yeah. they've already said that that's a possibility because uh, Ralph Macchio basically said anyone who's in like the Miyagi verse who's met Miyagi, so she he said like Julie's a possibility because he's in that same she's in that same universe with Mr. Miyagi, and so bring it Apparently on. Only that actor was still alive, man. He would be uh, a perfect addition to the show. I know, I know. They do such a great job honoring that character in the show. It wouldn't be so awesome if he was still around. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But yeah, Cobra Kai's still awesome. So well, you've got to do these kind of things before these shows get so old or these movies get right. so old. Um, This is the last thing. I know I probably said a lot. There's one last thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, it's just kind of a silly thing. It's a Netflix movie. Uh, it's called uh, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. I guess I've been on a turtles kick. Like I been playing the Calabunga collection and I saw this and I was like, what is this? I just saw like the trailer and I was like, you know, the one that pops up automatically on Netflix. And I was like, you know what? I'll just watch this. Um, it's based on rise of the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles, which is a TV show that's on Nickelodeon. It's just a new adaptation of the teenage mutant turtle. They seem to do that every five years or so <laughs> to like yeah. have a new one. Um, and uh, I've never seen a single episode of it or a single clip from it, but I just decided to watch this. And it was kind of an interesting experience because I don't know, like, what was – I didn't know, like, what was going on. I just figured, okay, it's Turtles. And then coming into it, I was like, they tried some different stuff with this where it's like they have – first thing that popped in my in my mind that I was like, that's different. It seems that they give gave Leonardo a completely different personality. Um, he's no longer like the one who's like wise and is like kind of telling, trying to hold the team together and and uh, tell people what to do and give orders. He's like a hot shot, um, kind of overly confident, uh, cocky kind of guy. And Raphael is the one who's like, he still has an, Raphael still has an attitude, but he's like, no, you need to get your stuff together. 
Leonardo or whatever and like work as a team. And I was like, whoa, that threw me off. But also, I don't know if this is something that's been going on in that show for a long time. But I was like, that's this was a very much a what? (laughs) Um, They have mystical powers. Oh, my yeah, that's what I said. I was like, wait. It's a different well, approach. <laughs> yeah, because I heard him say it first. In the, sh- in the movie, they were like, yeah, you know. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Nah. They're like, we have mystical powers now. We're we're unbeatable. And they're like overconfident or whatever. It's like each one has a different thing. Like Leonardo can like throw his sword and like create a portal. Raphael can like make him like project this like giant like energy based version of himself and Michelangelo, Turtle like, supreme. yeah, Michelangelo, like, <laughs> has, like, chains, like, his mystic chains from his uh, nunchucks extend, and, like, Donatello can, like, summon mystical technology. I was like, what in That's the weird. world? Yeah, very, very weird. In the movie, they lose their powers very quickly, though, which is strange, because, again, I don't know if that was, like, an ongoing thing in the show, them having powers, or if that's, like, a recent development of the show. I have no idea, but... Other than being said, I'm not too sure about this uh, adaptation about the turtles. Like, there's a an interesting art style where it's kind of a mixture of you know Japanese inspired, but also very much American cartoon inspired, almost like very similar to like kind of how Teen Titans is now these days. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I- a lot of it I'm not too sure about as far as like the adaptation. All that being said, it was a pretty good movie. I, you know, it's like getting past all that. It was like, this is pretty good. Like they kind of came together with this cool story where it's like, uh, Krang is like this really intimidating villain who like, they make him like kind of more scary and threatening and they have some pretty good stakes. It's like kind of almost turtles version of days of future past. <laughs> <laughs> which is an interesting way to go with Casey being mm-hmm. the one that's sent back to help prevent a terrible future. It was just pretty good. The action was good. There were some funny moments and it was a good turtle story. And so for all the weirdness of like, I don't know about these different uh, adaptations. I can't say the story in the movie didn't work because it did. It was actually good. I remember like starting it, getting busy and having to get pulled away to do baby stuff and coming right. back the next day saying like, yeah, I want to finish this. And so, yeah. you know, hey, for <laughs> what it's worth, if you're looking for some turtle stuff, check it out. I mean, keep in mind, I'm not going to say that this is inappropriate for kids, but there are some things that surprised me, like some things that were a little intense um, mm-hmm. and a little um, mature. I think there was a couple light swear words in the show and the movie, but... Uh, just keep in mind if you're wanting to put it in front of your young, young kids, uh, maybe keep that in mind. I don't want to get in trouble with you. <laughs> we are, we'll get letters. Real hard copy letters. Right. How they get our addresses. <laughs> oh no, this feels worse. <laughs> it feels much worse. I'd feel very threatened if I got, if I got like a comment complaint, I'd be like, oh, sorry. But if I got a letter, oof. With like a wax seal on it. <laughs> Their house seal. <laughs> I'd be afraid at that point. Oh I'd my. be scared. This is an official document, Jordan. <laughs> I'm changing the It's just the locks. like the worst handwriting ever. Terrible. But it looks so cool. <laughs> or is it the cobbled together, like, cut out pieces of a magazine? Exactly. Or whatever. Stop the lies. I loved your last episode. <laughs> Keep it up, boys. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you say. Menacing fan thing. 
<laughs> right. You guys are great. <laughs> Keep up the good work. I recommend you to all my friends. Oh my God. But my daughter watched that show. <laughs> Scar for life. She was very upset by one of these actions. This letter scenes. took a turn. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, all right. Well, that's all I got. Oh, you know. Rat hole. Rat hole. <laughs> um, is it rat hole or is it rabbit hole? It is, but it, the rat hole is means it's even more worthless. What you were talking oh, man. about, see, that is even worse because rat. You like rabbits. The rabbit hole is like, okay, this is interesting. Rat hole is like, why are we? Why are we here? There's rats here. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do if you found a rabbit hole? If it's a rat hole, no. But a rabbit hole, it's not yeah, too bad. I assume it's like uh, Alice in Wonderland, right? Right. Exactly. Just go in there and get hunted by some queen. Try not to lose your head. When's the last time you've seen a real-life rabbit? Uh, just a few days ago. They're out at my what? parents' house. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow, that's, a, that's I think, neat. So our buddy uh, Barnett bought a bunch of property, and I was out there mowing, and I think uh, he has foxes. <gasps> and one of my other customers had a large fox uh, hole and, like, a literal family of, like, juvenile foxes, like, running uh-huh. all over. She lives, like, right in town. It's really cool. But they are menaces. They're yeah. brilliant little menaces. I love them so much. They're like impossible to trap because they're so smart. Yeah. Count out Fox the Fox, baby. That's right. Yep. Get in the hen now. <laughs> Talk about a rat hole. Yeah. Rat hole about rat hole. And a rabbit hole. <laughs> um, I w- feel like we should talk about a few things. Uh, you sent me this video. It was actually the first time I watched it. Um, the whole situation with the GTA 6 leak. Yeah. Jita. Jitta. That's what the kids call it, right? It was before the show joke, everyone. Okay, calm down. Yeah, this is a pre-show. <laughs> you had to be there. Sign up for the Patreon. I'm just kidding. There's no pre... We did not record any of this. Um, Yeah, so what? Some guy, some little kid, 17-year-old, got arrested for... Is that right? Yeah. I didn't hear the conclusion. Kid. Okay. Yeah, he got arrested. Yeah, he's going to jail for the rest of his life. I don't know about that really? last part. Yeah, I don't know about that last part. I made it up. I feel like I mean, don't, this kind of crime don't, don't write a letter. punished as much as it probably should. Execution? <laughs> the guillotine. No, but it's like... It's on PBS. <laughs> like, Sometimes kids do terrible things, and I see right. their punishment. I'm like, really? That's all? Yeah, pick up trash for an afternoon <laughs> or something. Because I think this is his second time, too. I think he stole some other proprietary stuff. He hacked from another Uber company. too. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Bad kid, man. Bad kid. It's really Kids dumb. Are... I mean, it's really dumb. I mean, I, yeah. I, I actually like this stuff, I guess, on some level, just because I enjoy learning about whether it's movies or games or stuff. But this definitely felt very dirty to watch right. this. It's like it felt like you were like in somebody's closet, like nah. peeking on them changing or something. It's like <laughs> this is just not, it's just not appropriate. Like you know, like like this is their baby. You know, it really is their baby. They work so hard. I mean, I, I don't, I can't even imagine how hard it is to create something like GTA Five, GTA Six. Just and and I I've I even like recently saw a video about like just the detail in GTA Five that's just mind blowing. Like how the shadows when you walk towards a car change dimension behind you just like they do in real life. And it's like no other video game does that. It's ridiculous. 
And like as a car, like their headlights turn, like the shadows on the wall of like the things silhouette perfectly and then cast like the correct, like that's so difficult to do. Right. Um, yeah. He had a bunch of examples. That was the one I remember just being like, holy crap. And so you can imagine like how hard it is to create a world as large as the was Los Santos um, in GTA five. But then to also add those details on top of the incredible detail of every building and plant and right. beach and all that. Um, Cause it doesn't feel like a single bit of that Island was created like with an algorithm or with some tool that like duplicates, okay, make this tree again, but make it slightly different. So it doesn't look like the same. It doesn't feel like that. It feels like something handcrafted an artisanal item, like everything you see and, so I can only imagine the kind of work and time that they're putting into six. They Oh yeah. They it's, really take their time. Honestly, it's like the fact that it leaked um itself is a from in my opinion at least, like a lot more interesting than the leak. You know, like honestly I don't have a thing to say about, you know, the footage. I mean it, it's pre Yeah, you I mean, know, just it's development. It looks footage. like a Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, and it's, you know, and really, really early. And I, I saw, like, on Twitter, there were, like, a bunch of developers kind of sharing their um, early game footage in support of uh, Rockstar. And I remember I well, saw... it was because somebody commented and said that the the graphics come before the other gameplay. This is Why are they doing it like this? So right. they were, like, snapping back at him, I guess. Is what, I was confused, what I had heard. yeah. I was very confused because I was like, what, well, surely nobody's complaining, but, you know, <laughs> it's the internet. <laughs> you know better than that. <laughs> I, I should know better than that because I was like, what, there's nothing to say about yeah, this it's footage. So stupid. We so know stupid. it's just another thing. Like GTA 6 exists, you know, and they're, it's being worked on. Yeah. I'm sure it's going like, to be great. It's like you if know? a sketch artist was in the middle of drawing something, you stole it, and we're like, what is this crap? What a like, piece of... I didn't finish it, you idiot. <laughs> right. It, at that, that, exactly. It's almost more of an insult to the person insulting because it's like, <laughs> you're so stupid. How stupid are you? <laughs> it's like you're... Of course my drawing's not done. You just took it out of my hand. Right, it's like you're carrying a sign that says I'm an idiot. Honestly, if you're yeah. if you're like I'm looking at pre like pre visual effects footage of a of a action movie, I mean this looks like crap. Well, and now it's yeah. on the internet unless you delete it forever. So good lord, I, I feel Think like yeah, before you type, yeah, absolutely, just don't be an idiot. <laughs> oh god, it's like any any anyone someone can do to like throw shade or throw hate or whatever even if it doesn't make sense it's just an instinct at this point for so many people yeah. to be like i'm gonna throw this out in public I'm like well yeah exactly what you said luke think for just a minute here and i mean especially when obviously anybody who's paying attention to this and going on these things and commenting is probably somebody who enjoys these games right. so don't ruin you know a developer's day when he has to read your stupid comment about how he hasn't d done a good job on something like obviously <laughs> this kind of work is incredibly difficult and if you can't comprehend that <laughs> i don't even know it's hard to even like imagine what to say to you if you can't comprehend that it's hard to make video games i mean 
<laughs> do any of us even understand how a computer literally works on a molecular level? No, we don't. And so, like, to take a computer that you don't even understand and then create an entire world that works in a way that no other video game has ever worked is mind-blowing, honestly. It shows just what talent is at the studio. And I'm blown away by every game they make, and I just don't see how you don't respect that. You know, I think I think probably the only reason I can come up with is these people are young, their minds work differently than I do at 35, yeah. and so, you know, I can excuse some of that, but <laughs> your parents need to talk to you about how stupid <laughs> it is to do that. It's just, I know how, you know, you and I understand, and, and anyone of our age or older understands, like, life is difficult, and the last thing you should be doing is making someone else's life more difficult than you need to be, like, yeah. <laughs> help other people make their day a little bit better, because... There is a lot of value in that. It's just everything is difficult. And so if you can make things easier, be that be that force in the world and, and, and in any way you can and just be encouraging. And I think, you know, anybody who's paying attention to this is excited for this game. And I just yeah. encourage these people like I, I just hope this doesn't make things more hard, you know, and more difficult for them. And I, I know it, right. it has and it probably will. And. As they said on IGN, you know, companies like this, like IGN and like uh, Rockstar, they have an incredible list of security protocols that they have to go through already. And now that this has happened, now I'm sure a security firm has probably been brought in or the guys they have there are now overhauling everything, going through everybody's laptop, doing everything they can to, like, close every hole that could possibly open up. And mm -hmm. it's such a hassle. It's all that time and all that effort and all that thought. You know, and all that probably frustration from these employees that has to be wasted just because this idiot kid decided to have a fun weekend. And it's right. just, yeah, there's, there's not a lot else to say about it. It's just frustrating. And I can't wait for this game. I just, I always look forward to Rockstar stuff. Red Dead Redemption 2 is just an absolute masterpiece Stellar. on every level. The story was amazing. The world was just incredible. And, I go back to that world and I, I just I never have enough time to enjoy yeah. what is there. You know, there's so much there. The map is absolutely massive and it's beautiful and it's like my favorite type of world to enjoy a video game. You know, I, I love the outdoors. I love riding a horse. I love shooting a bow or shooting a gun, like like hunting. I love that kind of stuff and Red Dead was that and it's just when that game came out, what, 2018 maybe now? It's been a little while, 2019, something like that. Um, I was just reminded what an incredible studio this is, and I just... Oh, yeah, they don't miss. Cannot they wait. They have in a long time. GTA 6. So. Yeah, yeah. And it, it could have been worse in a ways. I mean, it, I think the worst thing is when a story yeah. element gets out there. I think, honestly, it remind, uh, made me think of yeah. Last of Us Part Two. That was... Oof. Oof. Because... Yeah. Uh, Fortunately, I wasn't spoiled, but like after I played the game, I like went and was like, okay, well, what was leaked? And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, anyways, um, moving on, I have this other piece. This just happened a little bit before the, uh, before we started recording. So we're having uh, our fresh takes here. Is that what they say? Fresh take? No, it's hot takes. I'm just kidding. Hot I'm, take. Not, I'm not that old. Hot, fresh take. Old. It's fresh and it's hot. Why is it hot? Is it hot because it's fresh? Just came out of the oven. 
Like cross, came out hot again. cross buns. Hot cross buns. There you go. All right, Daredevil. Daredevil. Deadpool three. <laughs> <laughs> we got a a little bomb that dropped about this movie. Boom boom. I mean, on a smaller note, but I think also important uh, is a release date of when it's coming out. Early September of twenty twenty four. This may be the farthest release date <laughs> with a tr- with a teaser that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, we were just we were talking so about Mission out. Impossible. Um, this this takes that, the cake. This does. Cake's gone. Right, it's a long way away. I was well, like, Mission Impossible is like December of next year or something like that. Yeah, isn't that right? It's twenty twenty three. It's definitely Mission Impossible. Yeah. yeah. And this is in the fall of the year after. Yep. Uh, it's like weird when you have kids. Have they start even started thinking, filming? No way. No way. It's crazy. When you when you have kids, you start thinking in terms of like their age because it makes more of a difference. Because like us, it's like okay, I'll, I'll be older, or whatever. More ancient. Yep. More ancient. But it's like, oh, crap. What in the world is my kid going to be doing around that time? And so, like, you started thinking about crap like that. Their and, driver's license. Driving yeah. away from the house at that point. Yeah, for sure. College. <laughs> getting a job. The whole deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lived a life before then, Ryan. <laughs> Man, we're really running around this. The Wolverine. <laughs> Hugh, we didn't even say it. Hugh Jackman. He is going to be in... Deadpool three, just watch the watch the video. It's it's worth a watch. It's it's, it's funny. It's, it's classic classic Ryan Reynolds, right? Just a bunch of silliness. Um, but he mentions like his first time in the MCU, and I guess that's true. I don't know. I feel like X Men was the MCU. I mean, I guess technically it no. wasn't, but nope. <laughs> in my mind, it was. This is the first uh, time. Without that... X Men, the MCU wouldn't exist. So that's my argument. One hundred percent. But I believe this is the first time where. Well, I don't know how they're going to do it, but if it's if I'm just to think that Deadpool is going to be a permanent fixture in the MCU, it's like the first time that someone has been permanently transferred into that universe. No, that's not right, is it? Yeah, I guess it is. What am I talking about? Um, yeah, I think so. Well, uh, Xavier. You're right. Uh, <laughs> Professor X. You're right. But, but that may be the only other one that I can think of. Yeah, yeah, you're correct. Um, yeah, I'm wondering how it's going to be handled, of course. Unless because... Johnny Storm comes back. Oh, my God. As a it, separate like version of him, it's Chris Evans, that would be and he's weird. John. That'd, That'd be, be so, so weird. weird. <laughs> he looks younger. What? Yeah, <laughs> and he's somehow bulked down. The magic of technology, right? I bulked mean, down. Yeah, <laughs> probably with, has honestly just not playing that role. With the Deadpool, it's it's a wacky thing where it, it doesn't have to be super. It doesn't have to make like all the sense in the world. For it to make sense, I mean, remember the end credits of Deadpool two, where he just he inserts himself into X Men Origins Wolverine just so we can <laughs> kill that version of Deadpool. I mean, that it's yeah. we're in that kind of world. We don't have to have like giant 
like uh, universe implications as far yeah. as like I know we're in the multiverse saga, but as far as how he <laughs> is opens up everything. To it opens up everything. Uh, you know, it, oh. we're going to get all sorts of stuff as we go through all these movies. There's time manipulation. There's other universes. There's, it's just everything. Time manipulation. Um, but yeah, Wolverine, like that specific version of Wolverine, you have to imagine this is the first version of Wolverine we're going to get into the MCU before they do whatever they're going to do. Yeah, you have to assume that this will be, well, I should say my first hot take on this would be that this is some other version of Wolverine and then we'll get the mm. younger Wolverine in yeah. something coming up, maybe an Avengers movie or something. I would assume that. I mean, he's not going to keep playing Wolverine. I mean, there's I just no way. So. He's just too old. I, I'm getting, a, I get a weird feeling though with, Hmm. I don't know how I feel about this is the MCU, right? And in, in introducing an alternate version of the character before introducing the um, official MCU version of it. I mean, we've already seen this in a uh, multiverse of madness with Reed Richards. We know we're getting a fantastic four. Yeah. Whether or not Krasinski is going to play him. Or that not. is so weird, isn't it? Just with it, that weird. right there, Krasinski. Right there. It's like people want that, and now you've introduced him as the alternate, so it's right. strange. But then again, I mean, they did introduce Doctor Strange as an alternate, but he's himself, so... Right, even if it is of... Krasinski, we've seen the alternate version of him first. Like, even if like we get yeah. Krasinski in Fantastic Four, it's weird to get, like, the Earth 2 I can see it just being, this is Hugh Jackman, he is Wolverine, and this is the same Wolverine in our other universe. He's just much younger. And so they just right. recast him as a younger Here's person. Terrence Who is Egerton or whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't be terrible. I <laughs> know yeah, it wouldn't be terrible. That's what a lot of people want. He's good. Um, he's Kingsman. Wolverine. He's, he's a Kingsman. He's a British Wolverine. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> Oi, Proper Bob. Gentleman Wolverine. I'm going to cut you now. Okay. That's very blimey. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting, though. I mean, Wolverine's been through a lot as far as continuity and uh, all sorts of weirdness. Yeah. So what's one more, right? It's like indeed, we had... It's the multiverse world we live in now. Right, because you did get a feeling that Logan like took place in like a different world than like yeah. the other... Like like Days of Future Past, it takes place like in a different future than the future we saw in yeah. that movie. It's weird to have that good. movie though that really felt like a send off, like a salute, Viking funeral, right? <laughs> and then oh, let's do it again, <laughs> right? Right? I, you know, it's like but it that's is, movies it is for you. That's movies. That's for just you. how it goes. Yeah, it's just one idea away or one offer away from. Yep. Whatever we're doing, some we're doing it again. We I can mean, make more money. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, this does make sense. It does seem like something you'd want to do. I don't know what the story is, of course, but like just because in the in Deadpool one and two, the copious amounts of Wolverine and Hugh Jackman references that are there. Yep. There's a comic relationship there. I love to tease frenemies. Um. Uh, it's something that you'd want to see, and uh, yeah, they're they've almost like built up 
this relationship with uh, the actors themselves, mm-hmm. almost in oh, a yeah. way. Not almost, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Where they're digging at each other. Even the freaking show I went to with Hugh Jackman, they did. He did a freaking <laughs> Ryan Reynolds jab, playful jab. <laughs> and so, yeah, I. It it feels fine. It feels good. I, I'm looking forward to it. You know what can I say? Absolutely. The first two were wonderful. Yeah. Just great, great yeah. movies. Definitely R-rated movies, but yeah, great. I feel like he's living his dream. Ryan Reynolds is living his dream, making this Deadpool come to life. And honestly, the audience is kind of living their dream too, seeing this yeah. version of Deadpool come to life. It's kind of perfect. And what I, you know, since you say that, I think that's something that I wish. How to say this? Um, I like the way Ryan Reynolds. I like the way his career has gone. Is the way I'll say it. So you know, he is the perfect Deadpool. Everybody knows that. We've talked about that. He just he plays character great. He's got the mouth for it. it just works. Um, but what I love about it is that he's continued to play this role while also like taking a lot of time to pursue so many other interests. Whether it's buying soccer teams or you know doing movies on Netflix all while still playing Deadpool. And then you take other actors like Robert Downey Jr. It really felt like, yeah, he did a few extra things, but he really was an MCU actor for the period of time between 2008 and 2019 when Endgame came out. Um, And it felt like there was some burnout there that maybe like he really felt like it was time to like, you know, hang up the suit and (laughs) move on. And I, yeah, and I, I mean, you know, it worked well for the story, but I, you know, obviously, as I think many people who enjoyed that Iron Man, I, I miss him in so much of it. And I, you know, you know, it's hard. I, I you know, it works for the story. So I don't mean to complain about that, but it's just, I, I hope that some of these actors that maybe they can continue to play roles that we love to see them in while also enjoying so many other interests at the same time. Maybe we, you know, just have more patience and say, okay, these movies are going to take more time between movies to make um, while they're, you know, making gin and and buying soccer teams, like I said, <laughs> and just doing other things. Um, right. Just so they don't feel burned out. Because I can see playing a, a character like Deadpool, I mean, you, there'd be some burnout there. You get, you get sick of doing the same thing over and over again, even though as, fu- as much fun as he, you know, it seems like he has playing that role. I think you just, you want to have a family and you want to do all these other things. So, you know, take a few more years to make the movie and that's fine. Right. I, don't know. I think that's uh, a good, like no burnout, like system of making those kind of things. Yeah. I don't, I don't know the man, um, but he seems like he is the, like the master of his own ship where he has a many passions and he pushes for them. Like if, and he's, yeah a big cheerleader of them. Like he makes no bones about putting his gin in whenever he can. Cause mm-hmm. he, he loves it. it it's a, or and, his cell phone company <laughs> or Deadpool, you know, it's just like, even just Deadpool. I remember there was like yeah. a, I don't remember what this was for. I remember there was like an ad where it was like randomly Deadpool and Korg, I think promoting free guy. And it was like, <laughs> what? It's just because you're passionate about it. And, and then, yeah, yeah. whatever he would buy, Wrexham, that Wrexham team or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it, God bless him. <laughs> yep. 
But yeah, <laughs> it's it, this is one of those, you know, we were talking about, you can check out that episode, we were talking about Phase 4 and Phase 5 of the MCU and what's planned and how Phase 5 was very much like, okay, there's a bunch of, or Phase 6, I guess, there's a bunch of like empty slots and all sorts of stuff there leading up to the, yeah. so this fits into one of those slots. I think the first one, I think it's, if I had to look at it and say, okay, this would be the first film of Phase 5. Which would it's because it said fall two thousand four is mm. when phase five starts. Twenty four, yeah. Yeah, and then uh and then after that is Fantastic Four. So there's your yeah. first slot filled in, I guess. MCU fans. Me. Yeah. I wonder if they'll tie together, you know. It'd be the yeah. first time Deadpool really tied into another MCU movie. It is great. You know, I, I'd love seeing him play in this universe, too. I hope he can. I'm sure he would, Ryan Reynolds. But, like, it would be a joy to kind of just see him show up here and there when it's appropriate. Or maybe even sometimes oh, yeah. when it's inappropriate. To like, That's the perfect time. Right. To take a kick at some of these characters or whatever and make fun of. I'd love it. Uh, yeah. It's great. It's exactly what Deadpool It's kind of what Iron Man did for a long time, right? I mean, he would drop into different movies and have little cameos and stuff. Right, tons. So yeah, I mean that'd be freaking great if you you know show up in a Guardians movie or I don't know whatever Thor movie just just a you know show up for it a second. It all works. It all works. It's Deadpool. <laughs> but uh, anywho, exciting times. Is there anything else you want to bring up? I don't think so. Uh, Hocus Pocus is about to come out. Hocus Pocus two. I don't know about this man. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of nervous about this one. Yeah. I don't like shame to I, see so many actors are not returning. Who else isn't returning? Well, the young the young girl from the original is not in it. That's oh. a big one. Max? No, Max was the brother. I don't I don't know. You'd know better, but Max, Allison, and uh I forget her name, forget the little girl's name. Yeah, I'd love to see them return. <laughs> uh Thackeray Beats it's just, is dead. It's a, so just a weird return. like continuity like error i feel like but right okay. and maybe i'd move from salem if i were them though um <laughs> after the events of hocus pocus one i was That's like no, for sure how about let us not live here where there's the black flame candle and all this haunted crap let's go <laughs> back to hollywood hey, why um, would you move to salem anyways i don't remember if they gave a story for reason for it witchy witchy activity yeah, um, I feel like this one, I don't know. It's just the trailer. Something that was cool about the first one, it was kind of scary in a very PG-rated way, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. But the first one, I remember it was like kind of you know scary when they light the black flame candle and the room goes, oh, and it's like there's something kind of like, ooh, it, not like actually scary, but I remember as a kid being like excited by it. Like this is, ooh, there's some tension here. And... I, yeah. I just hope, like the way they're marketing this new one, I hope it's just not, let's just repeat jokes from the first one. And uh, I hope there's kind of a new interesting story. and Because uh, like, that's part of it, right? Like defeating these witches, what is like part of the story? And I, I hope they keep that element there, you know, not just callback jokes or maybe referencing freaking how, oh, oh she's on a... She's on a Roomba now instead of the plug-in vacuum. You know, I we'll see. I'll 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 watch it uh, this weekend. I'm sure, but 
you know, I, I got some concerns. <laughs> it says Katz, Shaw, and Birch, which is the last name of the actors, will not reprise their roles. That's the, I was trying to find the article that I had read about it. Um, Omri Katz, Vanessa Shaw, um, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Thora Birch was the, the young girl. They made fun of that Danny, boy a lot. Danny. Danny. Danny that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. They took Danny. Um, they made fun of that boy a lot in that movie for not the actor, of course, but the uh, the freaking uh, Max character. and Allison. Max. I, I yeah. guess those are the two people that are not returning in addition to a, Danny. A virgin lit the black flame candle. Um, <laughs> what's Ma- Danny been in? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Really? She seems familiar, but I mean, I guess, I guess she's just from that movie. <laughs> something here, and there. Allison, she hasn't. She wasn't in much either. Hmm. I had such a crush on Allison in that first movie. I was a little, I was like, oh man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get the IMDb page, and my ancient computer is revving up. <laughs> Gosh, that first movie is so cool. Like, I don't know. Like, there's a part of me that, I, I don't know. They're not going to recapture it. They, I, there's a part of me that just has yeah. to set my yeah. expectations in the ground. Because, like, there's such a cool thing about, okay, we're going trick-or-treating. Oh, or this girl, the girl I like, we're going to her house, and she's throwing a party. And she's going to join in on us for whatever reason. And we're going to go to this. There's such a fun, mischievous, kind of spooky, but hilarious kind of vibed that movie and it, it uh, yeah, I don't know she was an American Beauty Jordan eh she was in Patriot Games what she American done Beauty was a huge movie what, what has she done about? lately oh jeez <laughs> still a big movie it was a big movie it's depressing she's in three movies or one TV show and yeah but have I <laughs> seen them <laughs> she's in The Walking Dead but have I seen it lately oh, okay. I don't know all right i'll agree danny you're in stuff i apologize you're listening to this episode she has 58 credits so she's not exactly out of work that's quite a bit all right she she gets work (laughs) i'm glad i don't know why this turned into like a hocus pocus record probably never as big as hocus pocus never gets as big as hocus pocus luke nothing what is (laughs) nothing nothing's as big as the original hocus pocus we can all agree on that and can we agree that max hasn't really done anything uh, sure. All right. I don't recognize him, so probably. <laughs> the picture on IMDb looks like it was taken yep. from the set of Hocus yep. Pocus. <laughs> Day one. Okay, kid, smile. <laughs> this is what you're known for. <laughs> we'll talk about it. I'm sure we'll talk about Hocus Pocus. It's just too, weird to not have the three main kids. Anywhere in this movie. That's, That's what you do, weird to me. Luke. With these movies, you just get rid of the kids. It's always the kids. But how did that kids. work out with uh, the Bad. Mighty Ducks, Jordan? Bad. They showed up. Yeah. They showed up. Most of them showed up. A handful of them showed up. I mean, one episode. they're still kids, right? I mean, they're like, what, 45? Is this basically? That was my favorite part of that entire season because I was like, oh, that's what you're doing. And oh, you two got married? That's crazy. You know, <laughs> I, I, that was my favorite part. <laughs> I love the original Mighty Ducks movies. Um, but no, I, I, I agree. I, I think feel like it's... they could be the parents. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with them being at least 
one of them being a parent and then they're like friends with the other ones. I don't know. There's just got to be like something in there. I would love that. Uh, I would I would actually love that if they were It just there. helps with the nostalgia with these kind of movies. 100% because we've seen like Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker throughout the years. But to see these kids back together would be like, oh, wow, that's nice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. They're, they're, they left. Let's just make up our own fiction. Danny became a, a scary stories writer and Max and Allison got married and had 50 kids. Dang. It's a lot of kids. I know. They're probably these kids that are going to be on this one, but they just don't tell you. They don't tell you. Exactly. Now to go back to our parents, Max and Allison. Why are we using their first names? Wait, what? <laughs> That's going to come in the third movie. My father, who is no longer a virgin because I was birthed from him. Have they said where this, like, where in the timeline this new movie is taking place? I have to imagine just the present. Just 2022. And the original took place in 1993. So it's going to be the same, yeah, same, like, timeline. I, I, I think so. I mean, like, it, it does look like you get, like, things like, um, God, I forgot his name, um, the zombie guy. He's, like, back, and he's like, I'm back, and I'm a good zombie, or whatever. <laughs> you got to be old now. Yeah, well, he's a zombie. 93, jeez. Yeah. So long ago. That's a long time ago. I'm not too pleased about that either. It's, like, almost 30-year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> the freaking first one. <laughs> oh but anyways, nice we'll downer talk. note to end on. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that anymore. But we will talk about that movie probably next week. I'd imagine in some capacity. <laughs> I might be too some upset capacity. to do a full-on thing. But look, we'll guys, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Nah, maybe I'll have a lot to say at least. At least maybe I'll have a lot to say. If it's just me saying, yeah, it's the same movie but with technology, then hmm. we can assume that much. We can. Anyways, that's been a show. See you. Bye.